Well, hey there, and welcome back. You're listening to another episode of the Lifestyle Entrepreneur Podcast for Realtors, and I'm your host, Michelle Reese. And I'm so glad you guys have decided to join me because today is the big 5 No, not my age. I still have a few years left for that. Not that many, actually, but uh, today is our 50th episode. And I just, I can't believe how quickly the time has gone. And I just wanted to thank those of you who have been loyal listeners since episode number one. And I also wanted to welcome those of you who are just joining in, those of you who have a desire to really shift your business and learn more about the lifestyle method or the LE method um, in what I share and teach. And Well, I'm just really thankful. So I'm so glad to have you guys here. And really, you know, when we, when we talk about the LE method and we talk about using the lens of lifestyle entrepreneurship, it really is about looking at all the pieces of our life. And in fact, I had one of our listeners leave me this review recently. It was from Diego and he said, you cover so many topics and it leaves me reevaluating, almost renavigating to a new horizon. Thank you for your insightful thoughts. I love that, Diego. Thank you. And thank you so much for sharing that and for tuning in every week. Part of, you know, being able to shift our business is really about staying open to what is possible and to exploring what you really, really want. It doesn't mean you have to make any changes, but at least allow yourself the opportunity to explore what your business can look like. So on that note, let's get started with this week's topic. Now, A lot of the conversations I have with realtors really centers around their schedules because one of the goals when we use the lens of lifestyle entrepreneurship is to be able to create more time for the things that are important, both to your business and to your life. And so I'm here to tell you that it is possible to create a day that allows you to stay focused on the integral parts of your business while also keeping sacred time for what I like to call those non-negotiables, those things that we've identified that we want to spend our time on that are important to us and that we want to stay committed on. Now, before we jump into the LE method to time freedom, first, kind of let's just look at what time freedom actually means because it can look differently for everyone. For some, it might be to work when and how you want. And yeah, I want that too. But in an industry like real estate, where your business revolves around responding to the needs of others, that might not be 100% achievable. But here's what it can mean, or at least this is what it means for me. Time freedom is really about being able to move deliberately in the world, meaning We live with intention and control over how we spend our time as opposed to being controlled by our business. So let me say that again. Time freedom is about being able to move deliberately in the world, to live with intention and control over how we spend our time as opposed to being controlled by our businesses. So it's about carving out time for the things that are important to us and for us to be able to feel and be in control. So let's talk about time for a second. (laughs) No pun intended, but time, because it's actually a really interesting uh, concept or thing when you actually start looking at it from different perspectives. Now, for those of you who know me, you will know that my husband is Greek. And so I bring that up because 
if you've ever watched my big fat Greek wedding, you know how everything, the Greeks invented everything. Okay. So we're just going to go with that. (laughs) So the Greeks, um, actually have two words to describe time, chronos and kairos, or as my Greek husband would pronounce it, chronos and kairos. We'll see how long I can keep that up, but chronos or chronological time is linear time right? So those are minutes, hours, days, weeks, years. It's what we are accustomed to knowing. Kairos or kairos refers to opportune time. It kind of measures the best time or the quality of time. And we can see where we use this concept quite often in our lives when we look at the language with it that we use, when we say, oh, this is mommy time, or this is me time, or this is my wellness time. And so that is actually referring to Kairos. Now, when I work with agents on the LE method, we use both. So we use Kronos and Kairos. When we work with Kairos, we are creating moments where time doesn't exist, or we want to be creating moments where time doesn't exist, where we feel impactful and inspired. And we want that because, I mean, well, who wouldn't want to feel inspired and impactful every day? And you know when you get into those grooves when you're doing something and it could be if you're, you know, out there running or you're playing music or you just kind of lose track of time. That is your ability to really create and use time to your advantage to focus on the things that are important to you. And so when we use chronological time management, like we do when we use a schedule or when we are designing our ideal week, it's really about saving and allocating time. So chronological time is allocating time. Kairos time is about savoring time. Now, one of the biggest influences over whether you can create that freedom, fulfillment, and financial success that we talk about really rests on how well you use your time. So when we look at time freedom from the perspective of lifestyle lifestyle entrepreneurship, we're aiming to create a linear schedule. So we're aiming to create a schedule that uses chronological time while also harnessing that principle of kairos so that we are using opportune time. So if I've lost you, just hang in there. This will make sense in just a bit. So Time freedom then is really about allocating time to the things that matter, but scheduling them at opportune times so that every action we engage in is used, savored, and meaningful. So I'm going to say that again. Time freedom is about allocating time to the things that really matter to us and scheduling them at opportune times so that everything that we do, every action we engage in is used, savored, and meaningful. And this is where the LE method to time freedom comes in. So instead of trying to, and here's what we tend to see and what we we tend to be taught, instead of trying to schedule your days so that you're going 7 a.m. I wake up, 8 a.m. breakfast, 9 a.m. emails, 11 a.m. phone calls, you're going to use this new method that I'm going to share with you to carve out chunks of time that you devote to groups of tasks. So if I look at my activities as a brokerage owner, I can group 
everything I do into, you know, that I do in a daily basis into groups of tasks. And I can call those admin time, marketing time, agent time, teaching time, family time. So for you, most likely you're going to end up having things like admin time, marketing time, lead generating time, follow-up time, however you want to name them. But when you take a closer look at everything that you do in a daily basis, you will find some commonalities where you can group them into headings that you can decide what you want those headings to be. So what happens is this. If I have lead generating time carved out for three hours a day, let's just say, because that's what I've determined to be an ideal amount of time for me, then I get to decide every single day which micro activity I'm going to be engaging in. So if Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I've carved out three hour time blocks for lead generating, I can decide on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, what those specific actions are going to be. So maybe for Monday, I I decide that I'm going to work on my database and I'm going to reach out to the people in my database. And on Wednesday, it might be a networking event. And maybe Friday, it's going to be Popeyes. So I can, I can put those in, but I get to decide which micro activity or specific activity is going to be best suited for me, depending on the day. And I say that because having that flexibility to choose is going to make it feel so much less restrictive. And I know from experience that when we feel restricted, I mean, there was one of the motivations of working um, as an entrepreneur, you know, moving away from a corporate job is to have that time freedom. I mean, this is what we talk about, but it's also about ensuring that we harness that freedom properly. Because if you leave it too loosey-goosey, you're probably not going to get everything done that you need to. Uh, And if it's too restrictive, it's it's not going to feel right. So it's about having the flexibility to choose. That's really one of the big benefits here. So here's how that kind of plays out. I'm not just going to wake up on Monday and be like, "Mm, yeah, my throat hurts. I don't really feel like calling people. I can't, it hurts too much. Or darn, I know I said I was going to go to that networking event, but now I have to take my kids to the doctor. So, you know, whatever. And I kind of brush it off and I don't, then I don't engage in the activity. This is the common pattern. This is something that we see that I see every single day. So we don't want that. We want to avoid that. And how we do that is by then identifying if my time block is, you know, I put it in between, you know, 10 and one, and that's going to be for lead generating. Then it's not an all or nothing approach. It's, it's not me waking up saying my throat hurts and I can't call people. It's, it would look more like my throat hurts today, but I know I have to engage in lead generation or my business is going to suffer. So maybe instead I'll work on creating some online paid ads to generate some business Or, you know, I can't make that networking event because I have to bring my kids to the doctor, but maybe I'll just do some phone calls right now and then I'll do another two hours this evening when I get back. So the big difference there is in that flexibility to be able to move those allocated time blocks around. Again, if we're using Kronos and and Kairos, it's about scheduling during opportune times if I've, if I've devoted, you know, 10 to one as an opportune time, but something comes up, like my kids get sick and I have to bring them to the doctor, then that opportune time is no longer there. So I need to reshuffle that back in and having the flexibility to be able to do that is going to help you to stay more committed. 
And that's really the point. It's you're more likely to take aligned and committed action because you've given yourself permission to be flexible. It's not an all or nothing. You've you've given yourself that power of choice. And it kind of reminds me of how I parented my kids when they were really young. Um, Prior to having children, um, I studied uh, child development, child psychology, and early childhood education. And right away, I, I kind of gravitated to Adlerian psychology. And so when I had my kids, I adopted that Adlerian philosophy for parenting. And one of the pillars in that is about choice, because the goal is not to leave children feeling powerless. I know we're a little off topic here. I'll come back. But the goal is not to leave children feeling powerless. None of us, no human likes to feel powerless or feel like we have no control. So instead of saying or commanding something like eat your vegetables or put on your hat or we aren't going outside, you would tend to say something like, did you want to eat your vegetables first or your meat first? So giving them a choice. So they know that they have to do one. It's not you commanding them though. They feel as though they have choice and power in that. And so there wasn't any, you know, I I didn't have to force or control them. I simply stated logical rules and consequences, and then I really empowered them to make choices. So that power of choice is really important, which is why it's been built in to this LE method for, for time freedom, because having that power to choose and that feeling of control is going to help you stay more aligned and in action. Now, As a side note, if anyone is interested in learning more about Adlerian psychology or Adlerian parenting, my very good friend and parenting expert, Alison Schaefer, has done, um, she's got like a ton of resources on her website. She also just recently launched her podcast. Yay, Alison. Uh, We've been pushing for this one. Um, And her podcast is called Parenting the Adlerian Way. I highly, highly recommend it. I had interviewed Allison way back in season one. I think it was episode 17. It was called The Good Mom Myth. Uh, so if you haven't yet, I highly encourage you to check it out. It will it will literally just transform the way you look at everything. And her resources are just are next to none. And she's just totally stepped up and made herself that much more available now during COVID. Um, because, you know, we're, we're dealing with a lot and kids are dealing with a lot. So just as a side note, if anybody uh, is interested, go and check out episode 17 and then you can head on over and check out her website. Okay, so where were we? So back to the, the choice. So giving yourself choice and flexibility is going to empower you to make better decisions because it's not all or nothing. Like if I had to choose and somebody said it's either this or nothing, my initial instinct is to want to be get defensive or to just go with the path of least resistance, right? Go with the easiest, the easiest choice. And so knowing that's how we operate, we want to make sure that we work within that. Um, we don't want to set ourselves up for failure. So um, as long as you're engaging in the activities that you've identified that are important, then you're keeping your wheels, the wheels of your business going. So if it can't be you know, calling your database because you have a sore throat, then what else can you do? So leaving yourself open with choices. Now, this method of time blocking, it's a technique that has you carving out time blocks, right? So um, as I said, you're going to go through, you're going to, and I'm going to kind of go into how to get started on this, but it really, it, it goes through carving out time blocks that are devoted to specific types of actions, but that it gives you the flexibility to choose what specific tasks 
you do. And it gives you the flexibility to move those time blocks around to accommodate those last minute changes because those always happen, especially in your business, which is very reactive. We can plan to the best of our ability, but something will always come in. A client might have to change. Uh, you know, all of a sudden the listing has sold and you're no longer able to see that. And that was part of your route. And so you're you need to be flexible and adaptable to those things. And this is why this LE method of time freedom, that time blocking actually works. So how do you get started with this? The first thing you're going to do is you're going to audit your time over the, I suggest over a week, if that's too long, then at least choose three days. And I want you to write down everything that you do in those three days or in that one week, and just kind of write it down, making sure that you also add in things like I woke up and brushed my teeth or I showered or the meal prep or family time, like add everything that you do in your day. The second thing you're going to do is take a look at that list and see if you can start identifying like, um, things that are alike, and you want to group those activities or tasks into those specific headings. So things like showings, offers, CMAs, open houses, those can all be grouped under a heading that you can call client time. Things like emails, engaging on social media, doing property searches, those could all be categorized under admin time. And so you're going to go ahead and do that. You're likely going to have something for lead generating um, or client follow-up. So you're going to create those headings. I also want to remind you not to forget the other most important things, and that is personal time and family time. If you have committed to wanting to keep those things sacred, then you need to make sure that you create a heading for those. And so what you should have at the end are groups of activities that are not only important to your business, but are also aligned to your vision as well. So if you tuned into last week's episode, and I know I repeat this all the time, but if you haven't yet start at episode 47 and kind of listen consecutively, it'll, it'll just transition you nicer, um, through the process. But last week in episode 49, I talked about Um, the formula of success being vision and aligned action. Um, Sorry, I talked about the formula of success. I recapped on the formula of success, mind you, because last week was goal setting. But um, we looked at what that formula for success was, that vision plus aligned action equals results. And so you want to make sure that whatever tasks you are choosing, that they're aligned to that vision piece. Then once you have those groupings ready and you are comfortable and you feel confident in the fact that you have not missed anything that you would like to hold sacred that are important to you that really align with your vision, the next thing you're going to do is create your visual planner. And it doesn't have to be elaborate, although I know some of you listening love to make things look good and colorful and color coordinated, and that's cool too. But it doesn't have to be that elaborate. It can be as simple as literally a blank weekly schedule. Um, I call mine an ideal work week because it's always a reminder that that is the ideal that I'm working towards, but I do have to have flexibility to not be so rigid to allow uh, my my, uh, ability to adapt to, 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 to changes that might happen. So whatever it is that you choose, you are now ready to create that visual planner. And so before you begin 
allocating these time blocks before you start carving anything out on a visual planner, I want you to start with your non-negotiables. These are those things that you've identified that are important to you, like truly non-negotiable. I know for some people, they, they refuse to start their day until they have a workout. So that's going to be a non-negotiable item. You're going to have to put that in, in an opportune time. Remember using Kronos and Kairos. Um, so that's one stuff for some people. It's being able to commit to spending time with their kids, driving them to their sports activities. Um, so you're going to carve that out for some, it might just be simple logistics, like I have to pick up my kids at this time, um, or I need to be with my parent at the, at this time, my aging parents. So whatever, whatever those non-negotiables are, you're going to start there. You're going to plot those first in your planner, because that's going to ensure two things. When we talk about time freedom, it's about focusing on the things that are important, right? We are looking to build a life that we love. We don't want to feel strained and stressed all the time. And so the more you can, um, create some control over what you focus your time on, the better you're going to be for it. So, Um, whatever those non-negotiables are, you're going to put them on your planner first. This way you're going to ensure you're not creating any conflicts in your schedule. You're going to ensure that the, the time you're carving out are for those business actions. Nothing is going to interfere. And the time that you carve out for those sacred things like family time, your health and wellness, those are not going to be interfered with as well. And so once you've allocated time in for those non-negotiables, then you're going to add in the rest of your time blocks those lead generating times, that admin time. And that's how you time block. That's how you use the LE method to time freedom. So let me just recap on that. The first one we talked about was really understanding the difference between Kronos and Kairos, really being able to understand linear time, but also appreciating opportune time. The second was creating actions that align with your vision and goals. The third is creating a list. So almost auditing a week or three days and creating a list of all of the tasks that you engage in and then grouping those into blocks. The fourth is declaring your non-negotiables and the fifth is then allocating your time blocks. That is really the recap of how to use the LE method to time freedom. And time freedom is one of those benefits that you guys have. And that is one of the benefits of operating your business through the lens of lifestyle entrepreneurship. It's for you to move deliberately in the world with intention and with impact. Now, in the event you were multitasking or you're a visual learner and you really just like to be able to read things, I'm going to leave a summary of what we talked about on this episode's webpage. So you can head on over there at www.michellereci.com forward slash episode 50. Well, that's it. It's your vision. It's the meaningful things that you want to create for yourself. And again, reminding you that all of that is possible when you're really clear on what you want And when you're focused on how to get there and your actions are aligned, you will make time, more Kairos time or that quality time on the things that you declare are important to you. So declare what is important to you and then align your actions to the vision and then stay committed and focused by time blocking those activities that are going to get you the results. That's how you create time freedom. 
And speaking of vision, I'm on a bit of a mission and I don't think I share it that often here. So I'm going to today. I really want to help change how realtors and entrepreneurs look at their business. I want others to see how using the lens of lifestyle entrepreneurship truly is the key to creating a dream business that brings them and you freedom, fulfillment, and financial success. Those are the three things that I truly am passionate about wanting to impact people's lives with. And so I have a favor to ask. I actually have two favors to ask. The first is to head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. It's not just because I enjoy reading them, because I do, but it really does help other people find the podcast. And the second favor I have is if you know of someone who is struggling to find their groove in this business or who is burning themselves out because they're being controlled by their business or someone who's tried other systems and just can't seem to get those results that they want, I want you to share this podcast with them, share my Instagram handle with them, share my website with them. You don't have to push. There's nothing more that you really need to do other than just share with the people around you what you've been learning, share what's been working, share what excites you about what we do here and what we talk about on these podcasts or in the group, or even just through my social media. The work I do on the podcast and through my social account, it is aligned with my purpose of helping people find happiness, to find the happiness that they want to create by creating a business to support a life that they love. And that's truly my mission. And so I'm grateful for all of you here for tuning in every week, for supporting, for subscribing to this podcast and Uh, I just want to thank you guys. And again, if you know of anybody, please don't hesitate to share this. I would be grateful. They will be grateful. We will all be much happier if we can all work towards finding this happiness that we are, we, we deserve and that we want. So that's all I have for today, guys. I look forward to chatting with you again, same time, same place next week. Bye for now.